0: You are listening to Church Talk with Isaac. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. This is Isaac Watson again. Thank you for tuning in. Um, I wanted to get this episode started by reading uh, one of our reviews. Uh, For those of you who have been tuning in to Church Talk with Isaac, I always like to read some of the reviews on, on some episodes. And I like to just appreciate you all for tuning in. Those of you who share, those of you who like, um, those of you who who just enjoy it and just gives me uh, good feedback um, concerning what you've been getting from it listen it makes me feel like I'm doing a good job it makes me feel like um, that you all are able to receive what I have to say and I appreciate each and every one of you I actually wanted to read um, a uh, one of our uh, reviews that are that's on uh, uh, one of our viewers that checks us out from uh, from Apple and uh this is from pastor walter and he said isaac has the ability to identify biblical wisdom and understanding through the kingdom teachings he provides to the body of Christ If you're looking for sound, pure, and honest perspectives You're listening to the right podcast Thanks so much, Pastor Walter I actually know um, this man of God And I appreciate your words, man And I appreciate what you bring to the kingdom And and uh, your insight and revelation And your passion for the body of Christ Your passion for worship Your passion for purity Listen, I appreciate your support I thank you for your words I thank you for your review It means so much to me me um all right so what i actually want to do next is get right into this topic y'all listen this is going to be something i know uh some of you are going to want to share some of you are going to want to uh to get some of your friends involved uh you know even if you may be dating if you may be courting if you may be desiring to date we're going to talk about it and uh, I'm talking about this particular topic because this was a request from another one of our listeners uh, as well and uh, uh, we're going to deal with dating today. Can we do that y'all? Can we do that y'all? I know this is a topic that uh, that people really don't want to touch on in the church but this is Church Talk with Isaac so we're going to do our best to deal with this topic to give y'all some some uh, some some good principles that you can actually move ahead with, because I know that the churches feel, especially uh, millennial churches, uh, churches that have a lot of millennials within it, and uh, you know you got divorced people uh, within the church, and 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 you have a lot of unmarried people. Uh, within the church both male and female so i actually want to i do want to take some time to deal with this topic now the, now some people would say that dating in the church is difficult um it's difficult to find someone in the church that may be compatible with them someone that they feel like they can actually build their life with and uh, i'm not going to even argue with that uh i'm i'm married uh i've been married for a little over five years now we're going on our six-year marriage uh i got married when i was 26 years old so uh you know but as a as a young adult as a young man in my early 20s i knew i know what it was like i dated in the church uh you know but it's not an easy thing to do so i understand it from a male perspective and i want to say this it's probably even harder for female uh, the female perspective is probably even more difficult to date. And one of the reasons for that is because in the church, for the most part, women outnumber men probably eighty five percent to fifteen percent, eighty five percent, eighty to eighty five percent women, ten to fifteen percent, um uh, or twenty to, to uh to ten to percent uh men. And uh it's mm it's just a little difficult to, to, to uh you know when 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 the picking is slim so uh what we want to do so oftentimes what happens is that what i've seen happen and what i i know to happen is that many people will date outside of the church where they would date someone that that may not even be saved may not even be in the church and they try to bring them into the church Hoping that they would get saved. This is something that I call missionary dating, where you are trying to evangelize the person that you're interested in, and uh, they may be a thug or 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 I don't know. They may be, you know, you might you might have ran into them during during hot girl summer, and you think that you're gonna convert them over to Christianity. And what I've seen in most cases is that it does not work. Typically. Um, you gonna end up being the one compromising uh, for the sake of satisfying what they want to do because they never wanted Jesus. They just wanted you. Um, So let's talk about this, y'all. Should you date? Should you be dating? And um, I wanna make a distinction because I believe um, that there's a difference between dating and courting. I believe um, from my perspective, I think a more accurate term that I think that Christians should use is courting versus dating, and uh, I say that because typically people can, excuse me, people can date casually, meaning that they are not necessarily looking for a future with this person, they just don't want to be by themselves. they just want somebody uh, for the moment, Um, they want to have a a temporary partner, a temporary friend, a temporary lover, uh, someone who's there for them in the moment, but... But, but they don't really see a future with them. So you see people who jump from person to person uh, because they don't have the right mentality as it pertains to uh, finding someone that you see a future with and uh, and uh, that's, that's dating for the most part. Sometimes dating does lead into engagement and into marriage, but there are times where it just doesn't and it just sticks to dating and you be with somebody for years and there's no commitment because there's been no conversation. Courting, on the other hand, has a purpose behind it. Courting is when you are intentionally getting to know someone um um with the with the intention of actually pursuing a future with this person in marriage. So typically when you pursue uh, a relationship in a matter of a courtship, uh that courtship is saying, look, we just not I I'm just not looking for somebody that can gratify me for the moment. I'm actually looking for someone um that I can spend my life with and I want to see whether or not you are that person. Let's be intentional. Let's build a friendship. Come on, y'all. Friendship, friendship. Let's build a friendship and let's see where this friendship goes. Let's see if we are compatible. Let's see if we can grow together. And if not, hey, we don't this this is not something that we have to keep going if we feel as if this is something that's not gonna work. So I personally believe that courting is different than dating. You know, now some people they say it don't really matter. Potato, potato, tomato, tomato, you know, that's you. Uh, I'm not trying to impose what I think, what I believe on you, but that's just something that I believe. Now, one of the things that I've seen now, I grew up in 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 a in a prophetic church. Uh, I'm very well acquainted with the prophetic, with prophecy and um, um, being able to speak and hear the voice of God. uh, um, You know, atmospheres where people are taught how they hear God for themselves. And uh, I'm familiar with all of that. And to be quite honest, y'all, when it comes to dating and things like that, it can get real spooky. I'm not gonna lie. It can get extremely spooky. Uh, you got people that are saying, you know, God told me. You know, we got women walking up to men saying, God told me you was my husband. Men walking up to women, I had a, I had a dream. I went into a, I went into a three day trance, and the Lord showed me that you was my wife. God told me that you were my husband, you were my wife, and and honestly. You know, that's not really prophetic That's that's like That's like That's spookfetic That's like you being You know, that's To me uh, I don't think that Now Now this is my opinion, y'all This is my opinion Because I do know prophetic people And I have friends Who believe that this is okay and, and, you know, to each his own But honestly, my personal opinion Is that God will not choose Choose, y'all I'm talking about choosing God will not choose your spouse Or a, a potential spouse for you I don't believe that because if he did, God would go against his own principles. And one of those principles that he already established is our free will. God will never violate our free will, especially when it involves something that's so life altering such as that. If God wanted to violate our free will, he would just make everybody saved. I mean, just to be quite honest. He would make it. He wouldn't even probably even jump to choosing a spouse for you. He would make everybody saved. He would make everybody love him. He would make everybody want him. But because he's a good God, he doesn't do that. So I don't think that uh, I don't I don't think that a different principle applies um, to dating, to courting, to marriage or anything like that. I don't believe that God will choose you uh choose your spouse for you. I do believe and I have seen it where God will influence your spouse god will influence uh you and god like any father would he will he will he will lead you into people who may be compatible he will lead you towards people who may be compatible with you compatible with the type of life um that uh um that that you live um, where two purposes actually come together to create one new purpose, but he will not choose it for you I believe a lot of what we say God told me this and that is really a misinterpretation of what God is actually doing And it's filtered through our ideologies and through our um, Through our doctrine of how God speaks to us But it's not necessarily the what God is saying It may be in the same ballpark, but it's not necessarily what God is saying about a particular thing He just may be telling us hey I think this would be a good idea but even with that he leads us to someone he can lead us to someone but he never takes our choice from us and even if we choose not to go with the person that God may have led us to it doesn't necessarily mean that he won't lead us to someone else alright so that's just me alright now some people will say well what about Adam and Eve well for one, Adam and Eve. It doesn't. The scriptures doesn't say that God chose Eve for Adam. I want you to go back and I want you to look at it and I want you to read it. It says that God put Adam to sleep. God, 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 took from his side and created woman. And but check this out. God, God showed or um um God placed the woman in front of Adam, and then Adam was the one who said, "This is now bone of my bone." this is now flesh of my flesh adam was the one who looked at eve and said this is this woman is good and he claimed her for himself um there's not even many instances in scripture where we see that god chooses people for you uh, uh, uh well anything that even looks close to that another example would be hosea and uh, god telling hosea to marry a harlot in hosea chapter one Uh, uh, God told Hosea, "Hey, I want you to go marry a harlot and I want you to have children of harlotry. So the scriptures say that Hosea actually went and married Gomer and, and who was a prostitute. But the fact of the matter is that God didn't tell Hosea exactly who to marry. He just told Hosea the type of woman to marry. And even in telling him what kind of woman to marry, he told him that in order to show a prophetic symbolism, Uh, for for something that that he was trying to portray as far as Israel's relationship with God himself and how they were um, um, acting out in harlotry towards him and cheating on him pretty much. So we don't see in the scripture where God actually chooses a spouse for someone, although we do see him actually um, showing people the type of person Uh, to come into relationship with and to date. So what are some things that we are to look for? Because I know, I know uh, that uh, I know sometimes we can get too specific and we can have all of these outlines and and all of these guidelines as far as the type of man or the type of woman that we want to date, the type of man, the type of woman we want to court. What are some things that we actually are to look at to see whether or not uh, what God actually believes about a thing? And I want to give you some practical tools and some scriptural tools. Uh, on a practical level, one of the things that you have to first ask yourself is why do I even want to date? Why do I want to date? Am I am I trying to get into a relationship with someone simply because I'm lonely? Am I trying to get into a relationship with someone because I have voids that I'm trying to fill? Am I trying to get with someone because I'm horny? Because, you know, my drawers is hot. And 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 I don't know how to deal with that myself. I'm tired of holding on to the pillow at night. I'm tired of having ice in the freezer. I'm tired of that. I need somebody and I need somebody now. The Bible says it's better to marry than to burn. And so, you know, uh I'm being funny but I'm being serious at the same time. Why are you looking to date someone to begin with are you rushing into something um because you think that is gonna fix something about you there are many different reasons you have to look at your why all right Um, um i don't think that any man any woman should come to fill any voids that you have i don't think that any man or any woman um should come just because you're lonely you should look for someone just because you're lonely i believe that you should come to a point to where you understand that uh, you understand that how God made you and who God made you to be, you've come to a, a certain level of wholeness to where you don't necessarily need anyone to be who God has called you to be, all right? Now, another thing we have to look at on a practical level is are you attracted to the person that you're dating? Sometimes we look over attraction. Uh, me and my wife, we were. Uh, we, uh, she got me actually watching this show um called married at first sight i believe it is and uh you know she'd be having me watching she has me watching all these different types of shows and before i know it i'm more into it than she is when she first put it on i'm like what you got me watching this is you know this ain't something i want to watch put on some action something but anyway so she got me watching this this show called married at first sight and uh it's it's one season with this guy and and he married this girl and towards the end of the time that they're supposed to be together like eight weeks or so he's telling her well i don't think i'm attracted to you i've tried to allow attraction to grow on me and this and that and it's completely unfair to the to to the the woman who got involved in that and so my thing is this i think that at a face value you should be attracted to the person are you attracted to them are you attracted to them you know don't you know and i know some people i'm attracted to they call it i'm attracted to their gift i'm attracted to the god and okay that's all cool but at the end of the day you don't want to wake up to no booger wolf uh, uh in the morning uh, you have to be attracted to them you have to want them and they have to want you. you there has to be some type of physical connection i believe there has to be some type of physical connection uh, uh when you look at it from a practical level um are they saved are they saved uh, one of the things that's that uh, one of the things that Paul actually admonished the church He said don't be unequally yoked together with unbelievers. What fellowship has righteousness with 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 lawlessness and what communion has light with darkness 2 corinthians six fourteen. now that verse although we use it for marriage compatibility and courting compatibility It wasn't just speaking about that It was speaking about relationships in general and the mixing and inner and, 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 and intermingling of of idol worship and christianity and and paganism and Christianity and uh, you know in in different types of worship towards different types of God and what does light have with darkness what fellowship so that's what it's talking about but on a practical level you can relate this and you can apply this to courting as well are they Are they a believer? There's just certain things that he gives us that should just be at a practical level. You should not be trying to missionary date if you're interested in someone. You should be, um, uh, it, it, it should be someone who at least knows the Lord. I'm not saying, I'm not talking about people who just go to church they should be someone who at least knows the lord now when it talks about don't be unequally yoked what does it mean to be equally yoked with someone does that mean you have to have the same type of doctrine or you have to be on the same spiritual well we you know what some people call spiritual levels with someone i don't think so i just think that when it talks about being equally yoked or unequally yoked they have to at bare minimum be a believer be saved don't be unequally yoked with unbelievers. What does it mean to be yoked? To be yoked, uh, um, um, when you have two oxes, oxen that are yoked with one another, they, they're just certain things that they have to have. They have to be moving in the same direction. On, a, on, on, on the, um, the standpoint of a believer, they have to both be saved. They have to both be yoked with Christ. And in order to be equally yoked, they have to both weigh the same amount. Now, what are we talking about when we're talking about weight or weighing the same amount or the person that you're interested in weighing the same amount as you weigh? I'm not talking about having the same calling. That's not what it's talking about. It's not talking about being called to the same things or having the same calling. Anytime you see weight in scripture, it always deals with value. Uh, you all remember when we did our 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 honor teachings um uh our honor podcast we dealt with kabod kabed which which deals with glory and honor and, and one of the definitions is weight so whenever it talks about weighing the same amount it talks about it, it, it speaks of value It speaks of honor It speaks of esteem Now what does that mean? It means that you don't necessarily have to be on the same spiritual level But you have to honor one another You have to be able to esteem one another You have to be able to value one another And value the calling on one another's life You shouldn't have to try to make people conform to what you're called to do They shouldn't try to make you conform to what they're called to do They may not be called to ministry They may not be called to preach They may not be called to travel the nation they may be in the church and they may be a mechanic and they may be a good husband she may be a hairstylist and she may be a good wife may not be called necessarily to ministry but they honor the grace of God that's on your life they honor who God has called you to be they honor the gifts that God has placed on the inside of you they honor you as their husband they honor you as their wife they respect you they highly esteem you they value you and they don't try to conform you and make you who they have in their head that they want you to be all right now the next thing and the final thing i'm going to cover because i'm running out of time but um do you have things in common you know we don't have to be so so deep and so spooky that we look over the practical things that god gives us when we look at 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 uh at courtship at dating at marriage do y'all have things in common you ain't got things in common it ain't gonna work now i do want to say this i think sometimes we have so many single people within the church because they don't go nowhere y'all don't go nowhere you go to church you go to work you go home you don't do nothing you don't go anywhere so you're limited to the same types of people every day and you don't like them so, so you have to you 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 have to find when you're in the season. Everyone's not in the season, but when you're in the season, when you believe that that um um that it's okay to court, you're in a season where God has called you to. And I personally believe that um that if you are not ready for marriage, my personal believe if you're not ready for marriage, there's no point in courting, cause courtship should lead into marriage. If you're just trying to have a good time and all of that, really, you probably just got lust or selfishness or something in you um and you want to gratify something that's in you but when you're courting i believe that the purpose of courtship is marriage you should court with marriage in mind and when you do so it shouldn't take a long time all right um what i'm probably gonna have to do y'all is a part two to this because i think there's so many things that can be covered and uh i actually love talking about this kind of stuff and and uh, what i may actually do is bring my wife on uh, Brittany and uh, we can actually talk about this together and she may be my first guest that I actually bring on uh, so let me know give me some feedback let me know if that's something that y'all will want to hear give me your feedback on some of this stuff that I actually said today uh, because uh, if you got questions comments or whatever the case may be send them to me and what I'll try to do is address them and we can talk and elaborate a little further Uh, On this. So listen, thank you all so much for tuning in to Church Talk with Isaac. Uh, I hope y'all have a great week. Have a great day. Be blessed. Peace. Thank you for listening to Church Talk with Isaac. If you enjoy our content and benefit from this podcast, do me a favor and subscribe, leave a review, and share with your friends, family, and colleagues. I'm also on all social media platforms and would love to connect with you. You can also partner with us by visiting IsaacWatsonMinistries.com and clicking Donate. Your partnership helps us to get the message of Jesus through Isaac Watson Ministries to the world. Talk to you soon.